Hey, Hanyaks! Welcome back to the Rambling Viking Podcast, bringing you your dose of your midweek dose of weird. That's the word I was looking for. I can never. One day I will get that phrase flawlessly correct. But it is not this day. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, follow my story, or I should say the podcast, then you would realize that there's a big announcement in this episode. That's right, there is. Should I make you wait around till the end to figure out the big announcement? Hmm, kind of feel like I should, but I don't know. We'll just see how it pans out. So don't worry, I'm not going to do 10 minutes of housekeeping like I've done the last couple episodes. I think that's a little bit overdone, and I don't want to bore you with all that nonsense. So uh, here's a rapid fire. Working on new logo, new branding, merch, almost there. Book, first book is done. I can happily report I finished it July 31st. Cranked out like almost 100 pages. And literally finished it at like 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock or something. And because I wanted to stay true to getting it done. So next book, mm, I guess, yeah, is the next book that I'm going to start is The Carnivore Code by Paul Saladino, who's a specialist who talks about a meat-based diet, which A, I approve of, B, I already practiced, but C, he kind of bucks um, a lot of the norms. So I'll put the link to his episode on Joe Rogan where he talks about it. And talks about different things. Once again, it's somebody who kind of has a dissenting opinion from the mainstream narrative. And is... um, And I think has solid information to back up a lot of his claims and his process. And he's exploring kind of the dissenting opinion river. And I enjoy it very much. So go listen to his Joe Rogan episode from like a year or two ago. It's really, really good. Go check out a site, CarnivoreMD. Also link to that down below. Oh man, I'm already I'm already two links deep. This is a problem. But yeah, here we are. So I'm back in the truck studio. I think this will be my go-to studio. It's about 10 degrees, and we've gotten about 9 to 10 inches of snow here in the Mile High City. Um, and it's still very, very lightly, but it still is snowing. So that's been exciting. Uh, I always like when a bunch of snow, I don't know, it's just exciting, right? Like, yeah, it's a little bit more treacherous, you gotta drive slow, but I always think, I always get real excited. I like trudging through the snow and whatnot, getting to use my four-wheel drive and all that stuff. I did only have two 50-pound, it's called, (laughs) it's tube sandbags, which are literally meant for um, truck beds to help with traction, because if you know anything about trucks, there's no weight, because it's just an empty bed, there's really no weight there, and... So it, it when you get on slippery conditions, traction can be hard to come by because a little bit of weight helps keep that traction and that friction. So, you know, you get 100 pounds, you get some 50-pound sandbags or whatever, and they I didn't know this because I'm not from an area that has to do this as much, but at Home Depot, they just have these, it's literally tubes of sand, 50-pound tubes. So when I say tube, like, it's, it's just in a tube, it's in a sack, it's not in, like, a hard tube, but, and, uh... I had two of those, and I, with this snow and stuff, I was like, ah, I, you know, I've been thinking it was two enough initially, and they're only five bucks, so I got two more today, so I've got 200 pounds over my rear axle, and that should, that has helped a lot, but when worse comes to worse, I just four-low it and crawl out of whatever I'm in, and it's literally always, I mean, it's so funny. You sit there and be like four high, and it's just be spinning and spinning and spinning, and you're like, man, and you got to do the rock, you go back and then forward, forward and back, whichever way you're going, and then you finally get fed up, and you just go, fine, I'll put it in four high, or four low, crank it in a four low, and it just crawls right out like there's not even anything there, and you're like, what the heck, man, four high, I need you to do better, um, 
I, I will say the one annoying thing is my traction control that always likes to come on. That's and and, and it turn. It's like disabled. It's like no, I need all four tires to have power because yeah, they're spinning somewhat, but like I need a little bit of spin sometimes to kind of get some momentum, and I just just want to spin a tiny bit, and it's like no. You know, it's like that classic Vine. What do you have? A knife. No! <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Spinning the tires. No! It's like, fine. Jeez, okay. So, thanks for that. Thanks for that, Ford, and your advanced track. But, lots of pictures. Might post a couple of those. We'll see. It's uh, so much snow. And it's just been, you know, this is just the regular. The funny thing is, too, supposedly I think Denver got more snow than, like, the big ski resorts. Because I was like, oh, man, there's going to be great snow. I'm going to maybe hit the slopes tomorrow. And I was looking, I was like, four inches in Breckenridge. What? What? Four? No, 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 no. You guys are at 9,000 feet in the middle of the mountains. On a mountain, you should get so much snow. But they do get more regular snow. It stays colder. And so they still have more of a base than we do. And it stays around. It doesn't get up to, you know, 50, 60 degrees. It gets about 35 degrees. That's And that's warm. That's shorts weather up in Breck. But yeah, lots of big stuff going on. That is the big announcement. So I do want to say I'm a bit peeved uh, because someone at the Washington um, football team organization caught wind that through the back channels. I don't know. I only told like two people and I guess the podcast, but I just said soon. I didn't give a date, but they somehow caught wind through an insider. Maybe my house is bugged. I don't know. My phone is something, I don't know, that I was going to announce my new logo and branding today. No new name. It's still the Rambling Viking. Forever will be that. But I was, I had honed it in. I had done some focus groups, um, which is texting some insiders for the shows, what I'm going to call you. You guys are officially insiders. So uh, I will, I will make you, I will make you unique merch that says Rambling Viking Insider. And I will. And I'll make it available and you, so only you can purchase uh, to all my insiders who help with this. So uh, please let me know if that if you want a Rambling Viking Insider, let's say, sticker. Um, I don't know. We'll see. If you end up wanting a shirt, I could do just a special shirt just for the insider. This is only for the insiders. No, they don't pay me any money. Are you crazy? They're just insiders. How to become an insider? I don't know. Feedback. Follow up. Figure it out. It's kind of like Fight Club. We don't talk about it. So first rule. But anyways, thank you to them because they helped me work through, you know, if, if any of you have ever done design, good night. Uh, and people who are in that and like designing logos and stuff, because it is, it's just like, I, it takes so I'm just sitting there for hours. And I'm like, well, what if this is a little bigger? What if I use this font? Or what if I rearrange the words, the words on the bottom, you know, the words in this position and the, 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 the logo and, the, and like, it's just moving things around 17 different ways past Sunday. And I got narrowed down to two designs, and then we had four different variations of each design. Then I got narrowed to one design, got five variations, and we got it settled in. But, yeah, that's that's the big announcement. New logo and branding. I'm going to update it right after I finish recording. So, if you're listening to this and you're like, it hasn't updated. Well, it's like, because it is in the process of updating. And meaning I've got to upload it, and I don't know how long it's going to take for it to update on all the podcast platforms. I'm going to post it on social media, though. That'll be pretty instantaneous. Uh, brand new logo, really excited. Um, and not that I have drawbacks about it, but I'm trying to figure out for like merch purposes, you know, I think things are arranged in a certain way. Um, and so 
it might be, you know, for the t-shirt, it, it might be slightly altered, but it's going to be the same logo. Just something might be, you know, words might be rearranged or spaced a little differently. But uh, I want you guys to help me work through that. So upon getting the new logo, I'm thinking by the end of the week, I'll have my first round Friday. Hold me to it. Friday, first set of merch on the merch store. store. Now, giant disclaimer right here. I have not ordered initial initials of all products to establish whether my file sizing, like everything matches up for each item. I'm going to order a first round of stickers and I will let you know. So I would recommend going and looking at the store, but not necessarily purchasing anything just in case something is a little off, whether it's blurry or there's just something weird with the print because of, and so I'm still working through all of that. So, but I do want to get some feedback. So I am going to post them up on the store and, uh, or I'm going to post up the initial merch stuff. Here we are 10 minutes of housekeeping, except this isn't even housekeeping. This is a big announcement. I don't know what I'm thinking, but I'm, I, I will post, um, Put, put them all as live, and I don't know if there's a way to make them so you can view them but can't purchase them, but we'll just see. And I do want your feedback, so I do want you to message me, the show, email, whatever, and let me know if there's certain ones you like, you don't like, or if you want a certain variation of a certain design, uh, because I can do just about anything. And so I want I want there to be a lot of parody. And, you know, I mean, if there's a color issue, if you're like, you know, I like this shirt, but I like it in this color. Some of the shirts I am limited on colors, but on other shirts I can get just about any color you could think of. So, but, um, so you can, yeah, tell me that. And then I, if you, you know, if you're DMing me and you're like, Hey, I like this, but in this color, I can whip it up, make the design and then send you like a screenshot or a photo, send you a copy of the file or whatever. So you can see the design for yourself and be like, yeah, I do like that. Or no, I don't like that. And then you can have your own exclusive look at your, at your specific preference for said merch item. So get excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, I really want this to be personalized and really want it to be big. So you can let me know. And then I imagine by the net, by the following week, Super Bowl week, we'll have things ironed out and, um, be ready to start taking orders. So, uh, but I do want that big disclaimer of, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily recommend it initially or because my, that's my biggest fear is that I'm like, yeah, check it out. And people buy some shirts or whatever, spend 20 bucks. I don't know how much they are. And, and they get their shirts and it's like either blurry or the colors are totally whack. So, um, but I do want to get feedback on initial thoughts. So I don't know. We'll figure it out. Maybe I can just post screenshots and be like, let me know what you think on Instagram. Maybe that's the better idea, but new logo, new branding. It's a, we're turning the corner. We're updating, upgrading. And feel free to let me know if you think the old logo is better, but um, I think it's time. And uh, while I do appreciate, shout out to Sydney for, she was my friend who made it years ago. I was like, I'm starting this thing and I just need, like, I just needed something at that point. And so it was very simple. And, but, but at the same time, it's like, sometimes you don't need to do something crazy extravagant. And that's the thing that you can get caught up in design and design. I was like, I could do this, this, this. And then I was like, or you see something and you're like, Oh, I actually like that. And you do that. And you're like, I really like that. And then you can kind of stop there outside of small tweaks of like, okay, maybe space it a different size is some things different. And that's kind of what happened here. So usually kind of the first moves were the best moves. 
for the most part and getting to see them side by side. So yeah, go check, go, go to Instagram, check out the new logo. Let me know what you think. Uh, if you're excited, let me know, um, you know, obviously going to be throwing that on some stickers. That's kind of my mainstay. But like I said before, Redbubble has a bunch of stuff. I mean, you could get full-blown metal prints of this. So I'm going to make some of the quirkier stuff, like a spiral notebook. Uh, they have, two, you know, coffee mugs. They have coasters. I kind of like the set of coasters, personally. And I will probably personally order some. So I think they come in a set of four. But there's so much random stuff. They don't have beanies. How do you not have beanies? a beanie guy at this point. So maybe in the future we can get some beanies or just get a small batch, small order of custom beanies. If the demand is high enough, you guys will have to let me know. That means there needs to be more than two order, two beanies ordered myself and uh, Connor. So we need more people. So if, you know, if it's like everyone's going to get a beanie, you know, all 12 of us, then yeah, that's worth, I could throw in an order and we could just, you know, obviously give them to you at cost. Like I said, not really trying to make money here. Um, more so just trying to build out the brand. You know what, you know how it be. So that's the exciting, huge, giant, enormous announcement. And you have to let me know too, if there's like any, I'm obviously going to keep track of it, but you know, if it, when it, when it does update on Spotify or wherever and on all the places, if something does look weird and it looks off because, you know, sizing, depending, you know, if you're doing a sticker, a mug versus a t-shirt, those, when your specific file size has some slight differences as far as you make it smaller, a little bit smaller, a little bit bigger to best fit that size of image. So let's get into, let's just get into stuff. Let's do that. So, like I said, upset at the Washington football team because they rained on, they tried to at least, they tried to rain on my parade. They beat me to the punch. They are no longer the Washington football team. They announced their new team name and logo and branding and all that stuff. And they just happened to do it on the exact same day that I had been planning. Now you might sit back and say, but Gus, they might've been planning this for months. And I say, nay, nay, they were, well, yes, they have been planning and working on this for months. But I don't think they had this date locked down. I think they were they were still playing with some dates. Then they heard that this Hanyak, the head Hanyak, was was dropping was dropping his new logo and branding and some new merch this week. And specifically, they caught wind when I decided on today to do the big announcement. And they said that's the day we're moving in on. And they moved in and they've tried to steal the spotlight. And, but. I don't think they I don't think they can steal my thunder very much at all. All right. I ride the lightning too hard for that to happen. So, yeah, the Washington football team is obsolete. So I never got my Redskins sticker. I never got a Washington football team sticker. And I probably won't get a commander sticker. Oh, that's their new name, the Commanders, I'm sure you've heard. So honestly, name-wise, I like it. It's fitting. You know, you're in DC. Cool. Branding-wise, their W is cool and like their new jerseys. I don't know how I feel about it says commanders and it has a line over a line above and below on one of the jerseys on on one of the red jerseys. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't love it personally. If I was going commanders, I would have really, if I were them, I would have really leaned into shifting your color scheme to reflect the red, white, and blue and just going all in on the patriotism side. Like you don't have to be overtly American flag, but just lightening it up, dropping the yellow for, uh, the white of the blue and doing that as your trim and just, I mean, I'm sure they might have a freedom colorway that they do of their jerseys, but 
Yeah, we'll just have to see about that. So they're the commanders. I've where uh, oh, I did have it pulled up. Uh, I'll put a link to the Twitter stuff or one of the articles. Uh, I think Daily Wire had an article where they had all the Twitter stuff about it. Uh, good for them. Clearly, the whole football team angle of like we have no name was not the best angle because they still sucked royally and I think are in worse straits than they were maybe when they went in, but or really about the same. They're just upstream without a paddle. It's pretty pretty great. I mean, they're just still doing the same thing. So, yeah, they were like, ah, might as well give it a name now. The ploy's done. Two years of that, and we're done. So, the Commanders, what do you think? And like I said, I like the name, and they have their, like, new logo, which is a circle, and it says, like, Commanders, and then it has some four stars in one, and it's not bad. It's not bad. Their new jerseys are pretty good, but they're not nothing nothing about it blows my mind necessarily. I mean, they could have really constructed a new like, you know, use a I I don't know, they could have constructed a new logo and instead it's just pretty generic like, oh, we are the Washington Commanders and here's, you know, four little boxes in, or they're not boxes, but a circle into four sections and it has different things in the section and then the ring has our history established and then all the years that we won championships and I was like cool I mean that's a good like kind of generic thing but I mean come up with a new logo like a like a really creative cool one like a commander like make it a general looking guy or use something I don't know I'm sure I could come up with some rendition of it that I personally would like better but that's just my opinion so it is it is clean it is kind of classic but I also think it's a little too safe and but obviously coming off the reason why they're changing their name, they they probably want to be as safe as possible. But personally, I think it's I think it's I think it's just a little too safe. And you you know I think a lot of times that plagues that keeps you know sports teams specifically, but even corporations from doing something just slightly edgy and just slightly fun for their realm. Like it's relative, so it's all it's similar to take for example someone like me. I can take a lot of spice, right? And so something that is mildly spicy, I'm like, oh yeah, that's not that bad. It's got good spice, good flavor. But then there's someone who can't take any spice, say like my mom, my sister, basically most people in my family. And it's just like, they get any, it's something is slightly over peppered and they think it's been doused in uh, capsaicin or something like that, you know, that, that like jalapeno concentrate, cayenne con or cayenne pepper. And it hasn't, but that's just how they feel. And it's the same thing with, you know, corporations a lot of times in the sports world now with cultural appropriation everywhere and outrage everywhere, fake or real. And so then they just play it safe. And to me, it's like you're missing out. People really do appreciate being a little bit bold. I'm not saying you have to do anything crazy, but seemingly crazy for you. So fans in general fall, in my opinion, into the category of they could take a little more spice in general. They live in the real world. But when you are part of the corporate machine that runs these things, you live in what I would call the big corporate world. And so you are based, you are that person who can't, who something slightly over peppered sets your mouth on fire. And so you're a little bit more sensitive. You're overthinking. You, you know, you do the corporate ease or market ease, whatever, you know, corporate speak, you know, I'm going to piggyback on that. And we just, the optics and whatever other words you want to throw in there that, uh, if you can tell, I was I, I have been plagued by in the past and am, uh, was sick of them when I first heard them. But then as I heard them more, it was like I 
I have the I hate them with the deep burning passion of a thousand suns type rage towards them. Just speak plainly. We don't have to make up all these cool words and do the corporate speech. I, I just hate it. I get annoyed by it because people use it to kind of beat around the bush and not say what they mean. Not say, hey, I... Well, personally, I don't really like that. That's not my favorite. Instead, they want to say, well, you know, we think the best, you know, strategically, the best angle is to do this because optically, whatever. And it's just like, how about say you just don't like the thing? Can we just say, I don't, I don't like, I personally don't really like that. And then we can have an honest conversation and I say, well, I personally do. And we look at it and be like, well, you are the marketing person. So, you know, your, your personal opinion holds a little bit more weight, but whatever, you know, I'm trying to identify with the fans and Sadly, I think that's I think that's that's my perspective and, and and so they need to be willing to because really what they're doing is in a lot of ways they don't, they're not what the food that they're making it they're not having to eat. So they're preparing it for their spicy friend, i.e. the fans and, and the public in general. But they hate spice. So they barely they even barely put pepper in there. There's and but the understanding was this friend likes spice and so if I'm making Say we're not sharing this dish. I'm making it just for you. And you like spice. I'm going to make it spicy. And so when I taste it, I should go, wow, that's hot. But I think they'll like it. And that's what you do, right? Because that is part of the game. You're not necessarily making it for you. You're, you know, you're making this brand for the people you want because it's a, it's a consumer thing, right? You want to drive your consumers, your fans, your or season ticket holders, you want to drive that fan base, grow that fan base, and build that brand out. So ultimately, you know, playing to the fan, playing to the spicy friends inclination is going to get you further than playing to your inclination. Because they might still like it. They might be like, oh, that's good, but I just was expecting spice. And they're like, oh, and then you say, oh, I thought it was very spicy. And they go, well, don't you, I mean, you know I can... I, I just eat <laughs> habanero peppers as a casual mid-morning snack. So you should know that, and you know that you can't take spice. So you should understand that for you, it should be, it should be like <laughs> hellfire hot. <laughs> and, and for me, that equals well, well seasoned and spiced and just understanding that. So tell me if you think that's wrong. That's a bad example, but that's the way that I view it at least. And like I said, it's good. But I don't know. I'm always, I always like, I like them taking a little bit of a chance, taking a little bit of risk because most of the time it pays off. I mean, look what happened when the Rams like redid their logo and everyone just roasted it. Now here's the, here's the trick. There will always be a little bit of an internet roasting. I always think there's that dissenting opinion that it could be the best logo and it's still going to get roasted from one angle or another. And that's fine. So you do have to be able to understand that fact and deal with the fact that not everyone's going to like it. And even if they do like it, they still might find ways to make fun of it. Right? Because I like to think I like myself a lot, but I, always find ways to make fun of it. It's a weird example. But in general, it's just, you know, sometimes you have that friend or group or that, that friend group where just banter. So it's like, no matter what you do, I'm going to find an angle to have that good friend banter between you. But no, like, I, I, if, if I say, hey, I really do like it, I just, you know, was having some fun. Okay, cool. Now, the internet is not going to say, it's not going to say that and be that courteous, but I will be. So understanding that, but in general, if you take a little more risky, that, I mean, that positive affirmation will greatly outweigh the negative roasting. Like with the Rams, I understand, you are trying to go sleek and simple, but the two I know you have a whole team of graphic designers that probably came with some really cool things, but then you have the not spicy is what we'll say, not spice tolerant at all, corporate, corporate, 
you know, marketees people or upper management who are like, no, we need to do this because this is what the fans want. That's the biggest thing that, that, that annoys me is you have people who are actually out of touch and they don't interact like upper management, high level people. They, they don't interact with your average fan. <laughs> Um, and, but they're talk, but then they, they say, you know, this, well, friends would like this or that better. Now there's an argument to be had to say that they may be, you know, the reason they got to this position is because they did have a good understanding and do continue to have a good understanding at the same time. I do think it can be like undercover boss where it's like, yeah, you got to that point, but then being in that world, you have to make an intentional effort to stay connected to, you know, the, the average person, the average worker, entry level worker or the fan, and uh, because you no longer live in a space or operate in a space that is always naturally interacting with that. So that's what I think you have it. Now, I want to say this to any of my friends, and you know who you are, who or people I know who take this as a slight at you because I'm using the not spicy person as the person as the bad side of things here. That's not what I'm... I'm not demonizing you. It, the example was just right. We could have flipped it and said it could be the spicy friend who likes to, likes to add a bunch of spice, but then you, the not spicy friend is like, no, you just melted my tongue. It is now liquid. I can't... Yeah, my tongue, right? So I just want, want you to say that. It is nothing against you personally. It just... The analogy worked perfectly, the comparison. So, uh, yeah, understand... I love you. Y'all are great. And I will not force spicy food upon you. And if you have something that is too spicy, I will take it off your plate. Literally. Up with consent. And take care of it for you. So you don't have to suffer through it. So, yeah. Just for all my non-spicy friends, because I got a few out there. I want you to know, this wasn't about you. So, oh, well, that's another thing. Don't make it about you. It's just about the comparison. So, um... Yeah, just because I'm not saying that people who don't like things spicy don't take risks and don't have fun. That is by no means what I'm saying. I'm just saying it is the situation at hand is similar. You know this. You're adults. So, all right. Yeah. So, Washington Commanders. Uh, there's a link there somewhere. Tom Brady actually retires as of yesterday. So, actually makes it official. I think what happened was some Hanyak got, you know, Adam Chef. It's what. I don't know. I don't know where I stand. The leak stuff or the insider stuff is cool, but at the same time, it's kind of annoying because I bet Tom had a plan, and then that got leaked out, and everyone took it as fact, and and then he was like, "Whoa, I have not announced anything," and then but then he's sitting there like, "Well, everyone's already freaking talking about it. I might as well come out." And he waits a couple days, and so you know now Adam Schefter's all vindicated, like, "Look at me! I told you, I knew." And I don't know. I just don't like it. I like because it's good to be able to do things on your own terms, and. For me, there. For me personally, there would be a line where it's like, because maybe I mean maybe of course he just got that info that he is retiring, but that you know nothing about the announcement or plan. And for me, I would just say, I would say, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let him do it in his own time because it caused all the chaos. But that is what gets ratings and clicks and makes Adam Schefter probably get a bonus and a pay raise for his next contract. So it's part of his job. I understand it. Uh, I just personally. It's it's annoying because I was hoping he wasn't going to retire and Adam Schefter would look like a total fool, but no, it's just positive reinforcement. But Tom Brady, the legend, actually is retiring. It's kind of crazy. I honestly, I mean, the way he's been talking and playing, it's like, yeah, he's, you know, he's going to get to forty five, and you know, all, he's going to be get close to fifty before retiring, and then hit him, and he's like, nah, I'm out, and that's cool. 
I mean, clearly, possibly the GOAT. It's kind of crazy to see the transition. I mean, Big Ben's leaving. You had Peyton Manning leave a few years ago. You got all these guys retiring. Kind of the old Drew Brees is gone. The old guard, Philip Rivers. So it's kind of cool. And we got the new Young Bucks, minus Matthew Stafford, uh, in, in deep in the playoffs going to the Super Bowl. Which brings me to my next point. I saw a great meme. Uh, before, right before the show, that was it was like the Rams, and it's like offense check, defense check, and then it goes by position group. It's like D line check, special teams check, coaching check, experience check, star power check, and then it's like versus what the Bengals have, and it's literally a picture of Joe Burrow. <laughs> and I see that, and I say, "You're right, you're right." It is, it is a well put together, well oiled machine Rams team versus. Joe Burrow and the Bengals and Joe and Jamar really JJ uh, with well Joe Joe and Jamar so Joe Mixon so Triple J J cubed and then uh, an aptly timed defensive play such as a sack strip fumble interception that have happened in the last couple games that's really just you wait that's my prediction that I mean we're gonna try and see that Bengals magic again and that'll be the difference maker whether their defense can make a timely turnover or stop late in the game that then puts them in position to take the lead, tie it, or extend a lead to kind of close things out. And if that does not happen, Bengals won't win. That or it's going to be a total massacre on the part of the Rams. The Rams are just going to eviscerate it because, I mean, the matchup before the Rams, they're, they're one of their biggest strengths is their D-line star power. Von Miller and Aaron Donald leading the charge. And even against defenses that aren't that amazing, like the Chiefs, I mean, that D-line looked, looked like the Giants of 2010. You know, just absolute. There were some plays where it was literally, as, as the snap was coming to him, people were in his face, and Joe was just having to scramble around. And if that was against a, just a normal, like, average O-line, let's just wait till he gets... Against one of those really good ones. So, we'll see. I'm still pulling for the Bengals. I like them. But honestly, I saw another chart where it was like Rams fans, Bengals fans. And there was, that, you know, this pie chart where the, those are two tiny slivers. And then the rest was like, just happy to have this awesome Super Bowl. And that's where I fall. Honestly, either team could win. And I'm fine with that. Uh, Matthew Stafford, long overdue. Like I've always said about him. Great quarterback. Horrible situation. And he is still, you saw what he, you know. What he can do, he would still almost leave game-winning drives. And now he's finally in a good situation, and guess what? He looks incredible. Oh, yeah, because he's in a great system that that uh, play can play to his strengths. And it's like, yeah, Matthew Stafford has always been a great quarterback, in my opinion, and especially when it comes to game-winning drives. That that was always kind of a staple. You always staple, staple, shtick. I tried to say shtick, and it came out staple. Cool. So, uh, yeah, but I'm... Honestly, when I see that comparison, I was like, I don't know. I can still put my money on the Bengals to justify it because Joe Burrow. Uh, that's another thing that if you've been following me at all, you know that I've been on the Joe Burrow train since he came into the league because the dude's just a winner. He's a gamer. He is good. And he's got that it factor. Unlike, in my opinion, Jalen Hurts, but different story as an Eagles fan. Fortunately, no one in the NFC East really has that it factor. Looking at you, Dak, Daniel, or who is the quarterback at Washington? Is it supposed to be Fitzpatrick? I don't even know anymore. They went through such a carousel. Alex Smith retired. Heineke came back. They had someone. 
Kyle Allen, like they are a mess. Okay, so they're not—they don't even get counted in that conversation. But he's got that it factor, and when you have someone that has an it factor, say like Patrick Mahomes, I think has the it factor. It they they can they just find ways to win. They could have a you know very mediocre game, and it's just but they stay in it just enough. So when 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 push comes to co- shove, when it comes to crunch time, when it is time, like it comes down to the wire, they can do just enough. And you're like they don't they didn't deserve to win that. And it's like actually when it comes down to it, if you can make the right plays, you can worst game of your life. But if you can manage to win. That's something, and that's always something, especially when it comes to the Super Bowl. It's like, oh, you played a horror game. They shouldn't have won. It was it's like, no, no, no. They, they came out winning minus any crazy calls like the NFC Championship of three or four years ago with the Saints-Rams. Minus that, something crazy like that happening, it's just like, look, ragtag does it again, right? So I'm slightly pulling for the Bengals, but really I just want a great game. I don't want it to be a blowout, no matter what. I don't want the Rams to eviscerate the Bengals. There's no chance the Bengals eviscerate the Rams. So really that's the only possible evisceration that would happen there. And I just don't want, want that scenario. I, Rams win, cool. Bengals win, cool. Keep it nice and close. Keep it interesting. I don't even care if it's 6-9 to nine or 3-10. to 10. That's a good game. That's, that means it's a strong defensive game. Lots of hey, that's a punter's dream. You go to the Super Bowl as a punter, and you get to smoke that ball. You do you do four coffin corners, and you you bang out a couple sixty burgers on their head. I mean, that's the highlight reel of your life. Okay, I'm putting that. I'm framing. Even if we lose the game, like I'm gonna get some of those. I'm gonna get one of those coffin corner balls. I'm gonna. You know, frame the whole uni, do make a whole shrine to my epic Super Bowl. Because in a lot of ways, unfortunately, as a punter, the worse your team does, the better it is for you, sort of. Uh, and so that'd be my that'd be my standpoint. As the kicker, you're like, I don't need touchdowns. Let me let me let me hit a 35 yarder, 52. Let me make let me go four for four, and and then win the game in overtime on one right and, and on a fifth one, something like that, right? <laughs> for everyone else, it's kind of like. I mean, the defense is like, let's have them do absolutely nothing. I don't care if our offense does nothing, but let's just be the better defense. I mean, as the offense, you're like, yeah, I want to score as many points as possible, have a bunch of yards, but it's just funny. Different positions, kind of, their dream scenarios are a little bit different. I like the punter aspect. So, yeah, that's what we're going to track in the Super Bowl because, you know, you're going to get all the analysis of all the good stuff. So, post-Super Bowl, that's what I'm That's what I'm tracking. We're going to NFC least style because it's like, why would you come to me over Pat McAfee, SportsCenter, Bleacher Report, Outkick, wherever you go, you know, Fox, wherever you go, NBC, I don't care, ABC, CBS. I just like to say all the different alphabet words in different uh, orders. Yeah, but why, why come to me? Because I'm going to give you that analysis you won't get anywhere else we're talking punters okay we're, we're gonna we're, we'll look at returners too uh, unless you know it's a big return i don't know what else we're gonna look at right maybe kickoffs is kind of pointless so punts punts that's what we're gonna look at really really look at hard and and, and see what that that looks like so when you when you want to know about the punters super bowl and who re, who took away top punter in the super bowl uh come to this podcast and we'll tell you post super bowl weekend Probably that I, that Monday, yeah. We'll just see. It might be. It might pan out to be the Wednesday, but hopefully the Monday. We'll just see what the schedule holds. But yeah. So who are you got? Who who are you got? Wow. Who you got in the Super Bowl? Are you just excited? It's going to be a good one. If so, good for you. So here we go. Serious story of the day. Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, I bet you can guess. Oh, wait. Hold on. In other dumb news. Uh, or sorry, in dumb news, 
like I'd, I'd rather just read Babylon B headlines than this personally. Uh, Punk Sutani Phil, the groundhog, you know, the stupid groundhog thing, makes his weather prediction: six more weeks of winter. Everyone's pumped about it. I mean, this this groundhog has the best life, totally domesticated. But at the same time. I don't know. On one hand, I say, oh, it's kind of a, you know, a fun, one of those fun, goofy traditions. Go see Groundhog Day. That'd be a fun thing to have on your bucket list. On the other hand, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I don't really care. Like, I like, I think the, the gimmick is fun, but then I think the whole, it's six more weeks of winter. Whatever. I don't care. You don't need to post on your news channel about that. Make some good joke about it. <clears throat> you know, Groundhog sees shadow and claims six more weeks of racism. <laughs> you know, calls it racist, and so we're gonna get six more weeks of uh, of systemic racism. I think that's I think that's funny funnier than that. Or um, Groundhog, uh, you know, comes out of hole and flips off entire crowd and says, "Let me sleep." <laughs> oh man, that'd be really funny. Groundhog comes out in MAGA hat. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> looks at Shadow and says, the election was rigged. <laughs> Hopefully my podcast doesn't get taken down for this. Oh my gosh, that would be fun. Let's come up with some funny jokes of what it could be. So far I'm going all political, obviously. Um, <laughs> or comes out MAGA hat, does Trump impression and says, this is going to be the best. This is the best Shadow ever. I'm the best groundhog we're going to have six more weeks of spring. Or wait, no, spring's going to come early this year. No no more winter, even though this has been the best, most beautiful winter. We just know spring's going to come early. It's going to be like nothing you've ever seen before. It's going to be the best spring and that has sprung early. You're going to have flowers. There's going to be babies. They're going to be crying tears of joy. Butterflies everywhere. You're not going to see a sad face in sight. That is, of course, you know, except for the ones that are still wearing their masks. But, you know, we're all going to we're all going to celebrate. I'm going to be reinstated. And his mic gets cut off uh, because he has a mic at that point. Where he got a mic? I don't know. But uh, can anyone educate me? What's the deal with this freaking name? Uh. I don't know. It, no, now it's gone. Thanks, Instagram, for refreshing the feed. Sutani uh, Phil? I'm Phil. That's the name that's on the name tag. But what's up with the first name? I know nothing about this, and I don't care to look into it. Could someone tell me? Something I did look into, Wordle. And I now understand that game. If you want to know, go look it up yourself. I'm not going to... I'm not going to do your dirty work for you. So, but yeah, that's the fill. Uh, I guess we're getting six more weeks of winter. I don't know. I don't care. I'm in the mountains. So I know I'm going to get six more weeks of winter. I don't even know what that means. It just means it stays colder longer. Does it? Oh no. I just got curious about the history of the Groundhog Day. Nope. Got to resist that urge to go down that rabbit hole. I have got productive things I've got to do today. Oh, all right. We'll keep rolling through here. Uh, in fun news, I think I found my karaoke song. And you can roast me for this. That's fine. But I, you could scourge me for this. Come up with a cool Viking term. What would it be? Not going to say Blood Eagle. That is brutal. Uh, by the way, be careful Googling that. If you don't know what it is you're looking up. Um, yeah, that one's, that one's brutal. But very Viking. Very on-brand. So... Yeah, uh, crap, what was I saying? Oh yeah, my karaoke song, Cheeseburger in Paradise. 
Jimmy Buffett. And I was listening to this old radio station, um, Fishing in the Dark by Nitty Gritty Band. I went to their radio on Spotify. Incredible. So many good songs. Convoy by C.W. McCall. That song cracks me up. I don't really love it as a song. It just cracks me up. It's, it's the most trucker song. And it's and it's hilarious because it's fitting for what's happening in Canada. Stand with you, trunkers. Truckers. Honk Fest 2022. Honk in support and I'm honking for my support for those truckers truckers for freedom and I love it come on to DC bring your freedom with you let's see it so but that song is is incredibly fun and there's one part that gets me where it's like I like mine with lettuce tomato and, and he, I, he, the vibe I'm like that how do you how you sing that song and the, the karaoke place would not be hopping I don't know how that is even possible there's so many negatives in that phrase I just said but Regardless, that is a great song. Do you have a go-to karaoke song? Because before that, it was, I was like, really? It's probably like the Safety Dance. Um, if I could ever memorize, We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. But I don't even think that one really gets people fired up. But maybe. So, I don't know. Uh, there's some. Uh, that's one thing I've always suffered. In. You know, you probably think, oh, you're freaking great at karaoke. You love it, right? And I can just never, I've never found that just right perfect song. And that's what I'm so sad about. And I think that may be my song. I'm going to learn it and we'll see. No, I'm not going to perform it on the podcast. Okay, Whoopi Goldberg. Here we go. Uh, If you haven't heard, she basically denied the Holocaust. She denied it was about race. And I watched the clip this morning and they're talking and she's like, it wasn't about race. It was white people killing white people. It was about man's inhumanity towards men. Towards, you know, fellow man, basically. So she's saying it's about the... You know, dehumanizing other people. Yes, but it was very clearly race-based in doing that. (laughs) With the Jews and the Aryans, okay? And I think everyone's in agreement there, right? I I mean, just like you, I'm tired of talking about the Holocaust and Nazis, but I think in some ways with COVID restrictions and things and freedoms being restricted with this emergency and the pandemic, you know, like Australia, for example, and their COVID quarantine camps... It's getting eerily too, a little too similar for my comfort level where it's like, okay, we seriously, I'm sorry. At this point, the comparisons and always bringing up actually makes sense and actually are on brand. But whereas before it's like punch a Nazi and, you know, basically if you're right wing, you're a Nazi kind of bull crap, that, that was wrong. But we've heard it so much. It's, you know, it's the culture who cried Nazi. And so now we're all tired of hearing about it. But yeah, she got suspended and, you know, because she had huge backlash for saying that. She came out and apologized, but it was just, it was kind of crazy, honestly. I was like, wow, you know, there's just some moments, and maybe it was a stream of consciousness for her, but I'm sorry. It, to, to, to sit there and just be like, oh, no, it wasn't about race. It was like, and you're the one sitting here freaking out about, well, they're going to ban critical race theory and not teach about, or I'll say your side, and not teach about, um, you know, actual history and, and problems with that. And then you just outright kind of in front of everybody on television, deny Holocaust, you know, basically a Holocaust denial. You're not denying it happened, but you're denying part. The biggest motivation was a hatred towards the Jews and all non-white, non-Aryan people. Uh, I mean, that is the foundation for modern white supremacy. That's we see people being called neo-Nazis and that's where that all comes from. So, yeah, to sit there and do that is kind of incredible, but hey, I guess we all have our quirks and people can look at anybody and be like, you're a hypocrite for this and not and because of this and that. So, but some people are saying it's not enough. Some people are saying she should be fired. 
I, you know, I haven't really decided where I stand. That one is so blatant that I, I would actually be like, I think it's all right if you got fired. Uh, a suspension is at least good though to be like, yo, that was wild. But I think if we look back, uh, was it Megan Kelly who was asking honest questions and, and I think coming from a place of being curious and really wanting to know more got fired because, well, she, you're not supposed to, you're just supposed to agree and go along. It's like, well, what if I don't understand? I want to ask a question about the, her, her thing was asking about blackface or something like that, I think. And that was, you know, she was raked over the coals and they were like fire. But then Whoopi Goldberg out says the Holocaust wasn't about race. It was just white people killing white people and whitewashes the Holocaust, uh, pun intended. And, a suspension. And so, I mean, I guess if we're going to be consistent, it's more than enough to, to be considered for a firing. But then, you know, maybe you're going to call me out because I don't like cancel culture. Be like, well, that's just cancel culture. And it's like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like, <laughs> I would put it in the same vein as like, if I, if you went to your boss and it's the same sort of thing. There are just so, some things that are egregious and that are fireable offenses. And the problem is it gets so convoluted with like, I thought you were against cancel culture and this is cancel culture. And it's like, actually, I don't think that she should never be able to work again or that she should lose all of her brand deals or that she should be totally socially ostracized and removed on social media. I just think she should at least, I mean, suspension at least maybe potentially being removed because that was crazy and wild. And, from the standpoint of you have a show and someone comes out and says something, you know, really just stupid, idiot. I don't, I don't know the words for it. Just crazy. Then that kind of puts you in a place of like, well, maybe I don't know. So, uh, I think the suspension is more than it is good. Uh, if they do fire cool, that is something that is so egregious that I think you could be fired. I mean, she did come out and apologize though. So, you know, you need to take that into consideration. And maybe just a suspension and then be like, look, don't be saying more crazy stuff like that. So maybe say something crazy again, which I think she says a lot of crazy stuff, but this one, everyone, everyone acknowledged it was crazy because it is the view. And so it's just, it's a panel of menopause more or less to be reductionist and misogynistic. If you want to call me that, I think that's a pretty funny joke that Crowder made on his show. So I can't even take credit for it. It's not even my joke, but it's pretty funny. So yeah, Whoopi Goldberg did that. What do you think of it? What do you think of... You know, just a suspension and should she be fired? What should happen? Because I think there should be consequences for actions for doing something crazy. But there's a difference between espousing a, a your side of politics or what side of the aisle you fall on and that being the opposing side to, say, your boss or the company you work for and then you getting in trouble for that and then saying something that we can all unanimously agree is outrageous and horrible, Right. Like, this one goes beyond. Nobody, you have, you don't see, oh, left-wing Whoopi says it, or right-wing whatever. You just see, yo, Whoopi, that was wild and wrong. <laughs> and to me, when it falls into that category, that everyone just, I mean, uh, other example is, you know, say it's some white person that's like, yeah, I hate all the Jews. And you just be like, whoa, <laughs> take them off the show because they just illuminated some of their character, right? Something like that. Or no, it doesn't have to be a white person, but anybody saying that, right? She had said that and been like, absolutely, I think she should be gone. So maybe, maybe not. I think she was trying, I think to give her a little bit of a benefit of the doubt, maybe too much of a benefit of the doubt, she was trying to say, you know, it was about the, the inhumanity that man can commit on his fellow man. And that's really what it boiled down to. And it's like, yes. And that culminated in the fact of looking at 
in, in literal white supremacy in that, in that instance. Right. And that was the vehicle that, that, you know, deeper in humanity that we can all espouse, but it, but it, but it happened incrementally too. And so that's why we need to be careful not to do that in our current situation. So, all right. That was the fun, serious topic. That was the fun, serious. That was a serious topic. Oh crap. I guess that's the it. I guess that's it. There's something else I want to cover on Friday. I saw a video, but I haven't watched the video. So yeah, that, let me know any and all of your thoughts on that. I'm going to come back. I'm going to, sir, I'm going to Jin Saki. Well, actually it can't be called a Jin Saki because I don't think she ever circles back, but I'm going to, I'm going to use her turn, her favorite turn. I'm going to circle back girl. And we're going to talk again. New logo. Go check it out right now. It's live. Should be live. If it's not, it's going to be live in the next hour. Um, just means I'm maybe tweaking something or something happened. Merch store, maybe by the end of this week. But remember, disclaimer, I I would be cautious about buying anything of any substantial value. It's one thing, like for me, I'm going to buy the stickers for like two bucks, right? So I'm just spend five, ten bucks and get a few stickers and be like, okay, these came out good. Everyone go, right? And because I'm not, like I said, I'm not looking to make money, but, you know, buying a shirt or I don't know what this is. So maybe someone can educate me. One of the options is an acrylic block and it's like 40 bucks. So I guess it's just a, it's a cool block. That's kind of glossy. I don't know, but I, I, that's not something I'm going to sell as an option. Cause I saw that. I was like, I don't know what this is. And I don't want someone randomly buying this and getting pissed at me. So not going to be a thing, but uh, name of the name of the shop is the Mead Hall and big announcement will come on that on, on Friday's dose of weird. So be, you'll, you'll get all the info and details there. Hopefully I remember to put all the links I promised to put in the description down below. If not, you can let me know or just go look it up on your own. It's not that hard. I just recommend using DuckDuckGo because they give you a more honest search engine and they don't track you for big tech to get your data. But that does it for this episode. I'm really excited for the new logo. You have to let me know what you think. When you check out the merch store once it goes live, let me know what you think. I need your feedback. In summation, talk to me. Let me know. If you don't care, let me know. <laughs> if, you, if, if you like something in a slightly different way or want a color variation, let me know. We can make it happen. All right? I'm trying to serve you here a little bit. So that's what we're going to do. Yep, that does it. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully, uh, this dose of weird keeps that midweek slump PDFG and keeps it from being a slump. Uh, my toes are getting really cold out here in in this ten degree truck that I'm in, and but I very much enjoyed uh, this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. We will see you Friday. Enjoy the new logo. Let let me know what you think. Share it. Uh, remember to share this episode podcast. Uh, in general, if you do enjoy it, we want to build that Hanyak horde, building towards our goal of sponsoring a bowl game, the Hanyak Bowl, and we will, um, you know, get everyone there who helped, you know, get the whole Hanyak horde there, make it a whole celebration. This is years down the road. I'm excited about it, though. That does it for this episode of the Rambling Viking Podcast. This is your head Hanyak signing off. <laughs>